Hey everyone, welcome to PTSD TV. Today is PTSD Recovery Workshop. So today is Wednesday and we are talking about how to use mindfulness to control PTSD thoughts. So before we jump into that, just a few things. This episode of PTSD TV is sponsored by my Broken to Unbreakable program, which is my PTSD and CPTSD recovery program. So that kind of leads me very briefly into who I am. So my name is Kayleen. I'm a PTSD and CPTSD recovery coach. I personally had um, CPTSD for over 15 years and now no longer do. And so that's what I do. I help coach people through their recovery journey. And this man over to my right here is... Brad Shipke. I am her significant other and I also had PTSD and helped her through and was there for every step of her recovery. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool. If you're new, like you get to see both of our perspectives on things mm -hmm. and both of our journeys and uh, how it affected our relationship and everything else. But I'm excited today for our PTSD recovery workshop because these are these are always really fun. These are really fun. Yeah. yeah. And in just regards to our relationship, uh, you know, what's really cool is on Thursdays we do a episode on relationships. Yep. And so you do get both perspectives on that. If you're mm -hmm. in a relationship or even uh, like a friendship relationship, a family relationship, right? It's, it's a great, great perspective to get both of us up here kind of talking about it and getting our perspectives and kind of picking our brains. Yeah. So just a few more things before we jump in and get started. One thing I think I want to just try to kind of bring to every episode is um, this, this, this little saying, right? This little fact that, you know, PTSD is a normal reaction to an abnormal event. So if you're struggling with PTSD or CPTSD, you know, <clears throat> number one, you're not alone. Number two, it's totally normal. Don't think that, I don't know. Don't think that you're like super sensitive or like, like you're a human being and it's okay. Mm -hmm. And something bad happened, something hard happened and you're having a normal reaction to it and yeah. that's okay. Yeah. And then that kind of leads me to my next point, which is there is a path to healing, right? You absolutely can heal. Even if you suffered for decades, even if you, you know, you feel completely hopeless right now, you're in the right place. And this is a really, really good step. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's kind of what we're here to do. Spread mm -hmm. positivity, give you some actions, things that we learned along the way and help you out and ultimately spread hope and belief and love. And, you know, we believe in you. We're here for you. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And that's always a great way to start the episode. It's like, you can never hear that enough when you're going through this is like, cause like, you could hear this one day and then the next day totally forget it or even mm -hmm. like five minutes later totally forget it because like you have all these thoughts beating you up and all these wild things and crazy things happening to you so like you're normal nothing's wrong with you mm -hmm. you're not crazy and we're here to help yeah we are here to help you know the the meltdowns the breakdowns the fists through the wall the broken <laughs> dishes the screaming yeah. matches are not you yeah and that's really important. So yeah. uh, w a big thing we say is don't beat yourself up, right? Just kind of bring some kindness to yourself. We're mm -hmm. going to bring it to you. Um, and then the other thing we say is um, Brad has this great saying. He says, you know, we're here to give you a hug and kick you in the butt at the same time. So sometimes there's a little bit of tough love. I don't know that we have a lot of tough love this episode. This is all love. No tough yeah. love. Um, so just the hug today. But <laughs> time and again. Um, so it, it all comes from a place of love mm -hmm. and understanding and knowing, you know, we've been in that dark place. Um, so Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've been down to the depths. The depths. Depths of the dark hole and have built a ladder 
on the way out and we want to show it to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We there got we the go. staircase. Something staircase. slightly more substantial. <laughs> <laughs> we could just pull a ladder back out, yeah. right? <laughs> um, so I guess without further ado, um, so today we're talking about how to use mindfulness to control PTSD thoughts. So we're going to talk about, you know, awareness. What is awareness? Why awareness is essential and how to cultivate awareness to control PTSD thoughts. So those are mm. our kind of three topics. So if you're new to the podcast or to the YouTube video or whatever, basically that's kind of the layout, right? We talk about three main points and then we give you kind of an action to do. So that's yep. what you can kind of look forward to. Yeah. So number one, what is awareness? What is awareness? Well, the definition of aware is having knowledge or perception of a situation or fact. So it's literally just knowing that something exists, literally just knowing that something ex exists. And you might be like asking yourself, you're like, oh, I thought this was on mindfulness. And now you're talking about awareness. But awareness is that first step, right? And then mindfulness is something that you do to cultivate awareness. So like the core, the root of everything is awareness, knowing that something exists, right? Right. And so for that definition, like of mindfulness, right? Mindfulness is the Excuse me. Mindfulness is the activity that results in awareness. So mindfulness mm -hmm. is the action. Awareness is the kind of result. The result, yeah. Um, so it is a bit of a tricky subject, but it basically it can be boiled down to knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. There's, yeah. I mean, you could you can overdefine Anything, awareness, everything. right? Everything. Everybody right? does. Um, and you can overcomplicate it, but all that it is is you know the perception and the the knowledge that things are going on. So if you're aware that you have negative thoughts, okay, now you know you have negative thoughts and you mm -hmm. can see them and you can, you know, have that perspective of hearing them and noting that they're negative. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's it's fairly kind of simple when you boil it down. Yeah, um, But yeah. You, can, you can definitely go look up the definition and overcomplicate it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like there's a lot of different levels to awareness too. So like one, I guess, level of awareness and one like one, I guess, facet of awareness is like, through your senses, right? So like you're aware of like what you're feeling, like with your hands or with anything, what you're feeling, what you're tasting. You're aware of what you're tasting, what this is. Uh, you're aware of what you're smelling. You're aware of what you're hearing. You're aware of what you're seeing, right? Mm -hmm. So all those are different levels. Um, but one of the, those, those are all important. Those are like, mm -hmm. those help you bring, in, bring, bring you into the moment and everything. But the most important one is being aware of your thoughts. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's just knowing what you're thinking all the time. Right. Knowing all the different layers that you're thinking, what your thought or what that voice in your head is saying constantly and what what it's narrating, what it's labeling, like just knowing all those things. Because like. Here's I mean, here's just a cool, quick exercise. I know like you you've done this, like when we first started thinking or uh, learning about uh, awareness and mindfulness and stuff like we came across this like one of this exercise where it's literally just like just like sit in a sit in a room and try to think of nothing mm -hmm. right try to try to like yeah try this to think is of nothing, really right? cool actually yeah tell the story about like how that so i i don't i we were listening to i think eckhart tolle's book right yeah the power, power of now yep. and um that that's a great book and it's it's a little bit high level but one of the activities in the book or something he was talking I about i think you might have made it up i think you might have made it up i made it up yeah like you just sat there and i'm like i'm gonna try this Right. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. The book sparked the idea that, like, masters of awareness, masters of mindfulness and meditation, right, mm -hmm. like, can think of nothing, right, can can stop their thought process, basically, right? 
and just be yeah. present without the thoughts. And so I thought that I would try it because I was like, oh, well, how hard can it be? Right. So right. we, I forget where we were, but we were sitting in, um, I don't know, someone's dining room. Yeah. Your cousin's house. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. We're, so we we're sitting in my cousin's dining room and we we're just kind of sitting there and like trying so hard to like think about nothing. Right. So you were just trying to like quell the thoughts and like, you know, relax and like, just like pause. And every now and then, if you tried really, really hard, you got like a split second of like nothing. And then you'd be like, oh my gosh, I did it <laughs> in your head. Right. And that's a thought. And, yeah. that, and I was like, oh, that's a thought. <laughs> <laughs> so every time you achieve it, your brain's like, yeah, yay, you did yeah. it. <laughs> um, so it's really, really challenging. Yeah. Um, and it, th that's a great exercise. And just amazing amazing awareness brought in right because like when you stop and you're like well of course I can think of nothing like of course that voice isn't going all day all night all the time right, right. and so when you stop and try to like pause and actually think of nothing you realize just how many things you're thinking about yeah <laughs> and like totally random things yeah. just like your brain is just like a little like toddler Mm. right and it's just like oh look at that oh look at that oh look at that yeah. oh look at that oh my gosh did you see that oh remember when blah 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 yeah. oh my gosh it's just it's wild and you make up all these fake imaginary situations in your head mm -hmm. too like one of the, one of the biggest oh. ones that i became aware of because like this isn't something like awareness isn't something that just like you flip a switch and it, it's all there and like i'm just suddenly aware of every single thought that i'm having all the time mm -hmm. To, like it's a muscle and you have to build it and you're going to like uncover more and more layers as you get better and better at this. And the more you practice it. And, um, one of the coolest layers that I unraveled was, um, realizing that I would like, whatever, there, there was this person, let's like, there was this person who like, I didn't particularly like, like I had some negative feelings towards and in my head, I would like, I would make up this imaginary situation where I was talking to them and having this argument and like, and then like imagining everything that I would say and imagining everything that they would say. And we would just have this argument in my head and I was just sitting there and I wasn't even living like I was completely in my head consumed by these thoughts. And then I would, and these are thoughts I was never aware of before. Mm -hmm. And then I just suddenly became aware of it. I'm like, Oh my God. It's like, you're just, you're just having this fake fight in your head or this fake argument in your head and you're not even living your life. It's like, yeah. you're just, you're just like, completely absorbed by this imaginary situation that's never going to happen and you're like not doing anything in your real life it's in your so real life weird. in your moment in the moment in the present in the present right and it, it, i would I describe like as you find you like heighten or strengthen your awareness it's almost like you become like sensitive right so mm -hmm. like you become, so like right now with like not great awareness, you're like very desensitized, right? So like things happen and you don't notice basically. Mm -hmm. And then as you heighten that awareness, you get like more sensitive, you like dial it in and you're like, oh, I'm aware of that thought. And like, oh, I'm aware of this feeling, right? right? Or like I, I like, um, uh, this was probably a couple of years ago now, but like, yep. um, a moment where like someone approached me and like sat next to me mm -hmm. and like there was someone I loved, right? Mm -hmm. And I like notice like my heart rate like just go through the roof and like just feel like really I could feel myself get like flush and like uncomfortable and it's something that was like that's because I was like heightening my awareness right I was like really sensitive to that whereas in the past I would feel those things but I wouldn't notice them 
Right. Right. So it's really, really interesting. And then, you know, once you notice, right, once I notice that situation, I could be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, let's slow down. Like, let's review what is happening right now. Mm-hmm. And it's not what, whatever, wherever those thoughts are. Right. So it's really, really interesting. And it is, you just kind of dial it in and get more um, sensitive, so to speak. Right, right. And sh- Kayleen brings up an awesome point um, about, like, in her story, she talks about how she was feeling, like, in her body. Mm-hmm. You know, how her body, not only her mind, but how her body was reacting when she was close to... Um, this other person, you know, she could feel like her heart rate going up. She could feel herself getting a little tense. She could feel like maybe her shoulders mm-hmm. like going up or like maybe like a, like a slight like ten- tension in her forehead or something. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe getting like a little sweaty or something. I don't know mm-hmm. if like this is what you went through, but this are, are uh, similar things that I feel right. when um, things like that happen. And I think this is kind of a great transition into the second point. And and the second point is why, why is awareness important? Important is because when you start to become aware of all these feelings that you never, ever were aware of before, you can then, um, learn how to relax them, learn how to stop them. Right. So once you're aware, like if you don't know, if you don't know if something's happening, there's no way in hell that you're going to find a solution to that, to that problem. Right. right? If you don't know this problem always is always first. Yeah. Yeah. It's always the first step to everything. And the body example and what's being aware of what's in your body is a great example because like once you start to become aware of, I'll take Kayleen's story, like once she, she became aware of how her body reacted, she could then, you know, relax her body, right? She could start to like relax, consciously relax her body. And like a lot of times we're constantly carrying tension anyway. So if you're aware of the tension in your body, you can um, release that tension. And also it allows you to know allowed Kayleen to know that she's feeling tense and she was like, okay, maybe I need to move away from this situation. Right. So she is starts to become aware of what's how outside forces are affecting her body. So she can, you know, put herself in a better situation so she can find a better solution, essentially, whether that's just relaxing her body or physically moving herself to another place where she's more comfortable. Right. And that's, I mean, that's why awareness that's once like, that's a great example of, like how to use awareness and why it's essential, you know, why you need it and why you need to start cultivating that. That's awesome. That's all great. And I think one of the biggest things for me or one of the times where I noticed it most was probably in our relationship. So like once, and we kind of did this as a team, the awareness and like working on awareness and mindfulness, which we'll talk about a little bit later, but um, you know, once I was able to become aware of my <clears throat> thoughts and feelings and physical like sensations, right? Yeah. Like when we would argue or when, when something would start to come up mm-hmm. where like I felt he was stressed or whatever it was, we were arguing about something, whatever it was, I could feel it right away in my body or in my thoughts. So immediately, <clears throat> you know, I started to feel myself get tense Mm. to get angry, to get frustrated, whatever it was, I started to feel like the, you know, the pressure on my chest or the pounding in my chest and feel that like stress and that anxiety. And so, so immediately I could say, okay, hold on, pause. We can't do this right now. Right. We can't have a conversation when we're not relaxed and when we're not ourselves. Right. right? Because that, that is how it ends up as a screaming match. Right. So Mm -hmm. being aware and just saying, okay, like, we need to pause and we need to both step out, take a little time, calm down a little bit, relax a little bit, do our thing. 
And then we can come back to this if it's important, right? Instead yeah, of kind yeah. of feeding that. Yeah. And so that I think was one of the biggest things. Yeah. And just, That's huge. yeah, being able to see that yeah. in all situations really. And, right. um, and that I, I could go on for ages. Um, also <laughs> kind of like blends over nicely into like standards, right? So like, whether it's, you know, a stranger makes you uncomfortable because they belittle your feelings or thoughts or emotions, right? The second you feel uncomfortable, you can say, listen, I'm out, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this. So you don't, so you, you're aware of those feelings. So you don't like kind of walk away from a conversation and be like, I feel like, I feel like crap, but like, but like, why? Like what happened? Why Why didn't I walk away? Why didn't I say something? Right. So you can, you just really heighten that awareness so you can take action. That's the ultimate thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that is the first step. You can't do anything unless you're aware of what's happening. Yeah. So that, yeah, that is all awesome. That's, I mean, that's such an important piece. Cause like if you start, when you start to become aware of how your body reacts to different things, you can catch it earlier on. Right. So you're not going to even start down the spiral. Right. Right. Like that's, I mean, that's a huge way. Like we're not even talking about spirals today, but like that's a huge way just to like you first become aware of the spiral and then you can do something to stop the spiral. Right. Right. Like you, if you catch it like right at the beginning, right when you feel that like little twinge of like discomfort in your chest or wherever, or a thought, a negative thought, but usually when you have a negative thought, you have a negative feeling too. So like if you're having a hard time with the thoughts, just like try to listen to your body and what your body's telling you. Cause it's constantly telling you things, but we're just <clears throat> totally oblivious to it most of the time like we're not even listening to ourselves we're not listening to our body we're not listening to like our, our thoughts because we're just so consumed in in them and we're not like separate from them so i have one more great example yeah because um, i i just remember that um a client actually reached out a week or two ago and told almost almost the exact story so i'll, I'll oh, yeah, without yeah, details obviously tell the story so this person you know walked into a public place to get food or whatever and saw someone that reminded her of someone from her past that had hurt her and right away was aware caught the negative thought caught the negative feelings and was able to quell them and say hold on nope you know, and, and use the tactics that we talked about mm-hmm. and use the tools and the strategies to to stop that right there and actually reverse those thoughts and feelings. So she was completely calm mm-hmm. and then was able to continue on getting her food or wh- whatever um, she was doing. Right. Right. W- without having to feel all that stress and anxiety and, you know, run away from the situation and just still feel it. And it kind of, then it, um, you know, blend into, you know, a a relationship fight or problems with the kids at home or at work. So, I mean, that was, that was, that was literally, I think two weeks ago that she reached out and told us that story. And it it is so amazing. It's Um, it's such a powerful, it is so powerful. And she just recently, um, enrolled in the program and, She's crushing it. She is. <laughs> and um, that was just such a great story. And that is like kind of the first piece because awareness is number one. That's kind of the first piece right, that right. I always talk about with people. So I thought that would be a good yeah. story to share. While no, that's on top amazing. of mind. Yeah. No, that's amazing because that is the perfect story to apply to you, the listener. Um, so you know that awareness is essential. Like you can really, hear about, really. like I'm sure you, you read about mindfulness and awareness all the time, but you're like, okay, like, but why do I need to do all this stuff? It's like, yeah, I, like it's, it's a great grounding tool, first of all, mm-hmm. yep. but like the real reason is so you can become aware of everything that's happening so you can find a solution to them, right? As right. they come up. 
And that's like, that's the real thing. Like if you can do that and you can find a, a the right solution to get around it and to heal it and to fix it, like you're, you're golden. Golden. Yeah. Honestly. It's awesome. Yeah. Awesome awareness. So, so let's, yeah, let's move on to number three. Let's move on to number three. How to cultivate awareness to control PTSD thoughts. So, so now, you know, awareness is essential. Now we're going to talk about how, how to actually cultivate that and how to bring more of that. So Kayleen, how do we cultivate more awareness? So like kind of Brad talked about is like, basically awareness is like a muscle, right? So you have to work it out. So you have to practice it. And a great way to practice that, like we talked about at the beginning of the episode, is mindfulness. So mindfulness is the activity that results in awareness. So without getting too complex. Because right? it's a very simple topic that a lot of people complicate. Right. We don't want to overcomplicate it. Basically, we have to work our way up to, you know, the story we just told or the story we told with us. Right. right? So we want to start just at step one. So we want to take one moment, one piece of our day or one thing and um, practice mindfulness and start Mm -hmm. to become aware of those things. So like something we still try to do, right, to keep strengthening our awareness and our mindfulness, right, is we take one activity. I do this every day, every single day. Is yours eating oatmeal or is yours shower? Oh, I have a few. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we take one activity and you try to become mindful of that right so like for me like drinking coffee so like morning coffee is like my favorite thing Mm -hmm. like I absolutely love it I get literally excited about it the night before (laughs) I'm not even kidding you're like oh I can't wait to have coffee again tomorrow like we get to restart (laughs) and around like um two o'clock three o'clock in the afternoon I'm like oh man morning coffee is over I can't (laughs) drink coffee for the rest of the night I get so sad um so something that's really important to me and that I do every single day right and so to become like mindful of this moment these first kind of few sips of coffee to like really enjoy them. We want to be mindful of all of our senses, right? Our touch, our smell, our sight, our taste and sound. Right. Mm -hmm. So like when I pick up my coffee cup, like excruciatingly mindful to the point where I'm like, okay, like I'm moving my hand and like my hand is now grabbing the cup and I can feel what this glossy ceramic cup feels like on Mm -hmm. all my fingers. And then, like, when I pick it up, I can feel, like, the weight. And, like, I can feel my forearm get tense. And I can now, now I can feel it in my bicep because my forearm's getting tired, right? Like, every single thing. And then, you you know, you kind of, like, smell the coffee. And, like, what does it smell like? And you think about, you know, where it came from. Like, it's water. It's beans. Where did the beans come from? The mm-hmm. beans got flown all around the world, right? They came from, I don't, I actually don't even know, right? So, Colombia, um, I don't know how they harvest coffee beans, but that would be a good thing for me to like look up and you like think of this whole process and to how this coffee got into this cup, which is like a really long process. And you just kind of, I guess, kind of express some like gratitude, if you will. And you don't always have to, but to be like, wow, this is so cool that this is in my cup right now. Mm-hmm. And then you go and like drink it. Right. So then, you know, you feel the cup on your lips and you feel the coffee on your teeth. Maybe it's hot. You know, what does it taste like? What does it smell like? What does it feel like? in your mouth what is your mouth doing what is your you know what is your tongue doing literally every single thing so yeah it takes like like 10 minutes to take that first sip of coffee because (laughs) you are just like so there and you are so thinking about this process and this moment and those things and you can you you feel it you know the hot you know going down your throat right and into your stomach Mm -hmm. and you just kind of you think about all these things and you know then putting the the cup back down and like how Mm -hmm. everything reacts yeah. And I, I, an important point um, with that is to go slow. 
right? Mm-hmm. Into like really taking mm-hmm. each each sense. Because like if you're just if you're just doing it fast, you're like you're not going to be able to pay attention to each movement of everything, right? And like I, sh- I have two two big ones that I do in in the morning too, because it helps me kind of prime my day and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is um, when I eat. I've been eating a lot of oatmeal lately with dates and peanut butter. Um, Sometimes <laughs> but blueberry jam. I eat, I eat really slowly and I just try to be there in the moment as much as I can. And again, just every single motion and every bite and with food particularly, you can feel, you can feel the texture in your mouth. And the coolest thing, it's like the weirdest thing, but like you're never aware of how your tongue moves and how your tongue actually pushes food in between your teeth for you to bite. It's weird. It's the weirdest thing when you become aware of that. Like the next time you go to eat something, just be like really mindful and notice of like how your tongue is like, it is, is perfectly pushes the food directly between your teeth. And you don't bite it nearly as often as you should, to be honest. No, it's like, it it just works perfectly. It just like pushes the food right underneath your teeth and then like swallow and stuff. So it's, it's similar to the coffee thing. That's one. And then another one I I love and I do every day is the shower. Mm Mm-hmm. So after I work out and everything, I go to a shower and I just like, just feeling the water, hearing the water, seeing the steam, smelling the hot water steam, um, and just being there and like feeling everything and just being there in the moment. It really draws you out of your mind and into the action that you're doing right now, which is kind of like the whole essence of a grounding exercise too. So you're kind Mm -hmm. of grounding yourself on top of building awareness and just building your focus and everything else. So like, there's no downside to this, (laughs) honestly, because it'll take you out of your negative thinking and everything else into the present moment. So you're going to be focused on everything that you're doing and feeling and you're going to be more aware. And then you're going to be more aware of your thoughts too. Cause when you're in the moment doing something, doing an activity focused on that activity, you're going to be more aware when a thought comes in to interrupt that activity. Right. right? So you're going to be doing multiple things. So it's, it's really cool. And I do that every single day. So, um, but like Kayleen said, pick one, pick one thing, Right. What's one activity that you can do? It could be drinking coffee. It could be eating breakfast. It could be taking a shower. It could be anything. I don't know. One more thing I want to add um, because it popped into my head. And um, last year at some point we were reading Mark Williams' book. He has two books. One's called Mindfulness and one's called The Mindful Way Through Depression. I think it's from one of his books. And it, it was, it was just, it, it's like a pattern interruption, right? But for like your life and for your oh, mindfulness, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this he talks about like, you know, everything in your life is kind of routine and kind of mundane almost, right? right. And so you're not aware of certain things, you know, when you sit on your couch and, you know, you know where the couch is, you know where the remote is, you know where the TV is, right? So one of the things he talks about is, you know, moving around the furniture in your house. If you can just like, you know, flip the wall that the couch is on, flip the wall on the TV. And you're going to notice, like, it feels different. It fe- For one, it feels new, so it feels good. Mm-hmm. It's exciting, almost. Um, and you're going to, then you're going to notice where those things are, because you're going to go to sit on the TV by accident, right? <laughs> and those are really good things. And that is actually something I used to do as a kid. I had all my furniture in my room on, like, sliders, like, um, carpet sliders. Moving men. I so think. I, is that what they're called? I think there's a brand called that. They had like those little, shoes at one point. They like strapped onto your socks so you could slide on carpet. Just like little plastic discs. Yeah, little plastic. Yeah. So I could slide the furniture around the room. And it was something, you know, I always did. This was obviously way before I read that book to 
um, just like refresh things. It just felt good to have things in different places and just to kind of keep things yeah. moving and fresh because things get so stale. And the other thing he talks about is, you know, take a different route to work. And mm-hmm. when you change those things up, you know, when you change the cabinet that you put your um, dishes in, <laughs> you might be frustrated at some point, but, you know, be aware of what that feels like and be aware of your habits right and which way you take to work and you know notice the trees maybe or this yeah desert or whatever yeah, driving you live, is right? a great one yeah. driving is a great one to be yeah. mindful and re- actually really important right you want to be there you want to be yeah <laughs> safe right so you want to be really mindful and that um that is a, a really good one i just kind of wanted to bring up because yeah we did that last year i think just for fun we switched all the furniture around and it was cool we were, was we like were always doing that though we're always doing that. we are we're constantly in the moving office stuff we're always around. moving stuff yeah yeah seriously and it's it's exciting it's fun yeah. and it, it keeps it keeps fresh. it fresh and then you have like these sections almost of your life too yeah, where you're like yeah. oh remember when the desks were over here and we were doing this and we were doing this and oh remember when the couch was over there or yeah. when we were we we always like we constantly move our bedroom right we sleep in like different yeah, rooms yeah um like pretty much every year mm-hmm. oh you remember when we slept in that room and <laughs> you know so it's like it's really it's really yeah. quite fun and a good way to um bring almost like force mindfulness yeah into your life because like when you sit on the tv y- you're gonna know that oops <laughs> 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 i should be more mindful <laughs> so just just a, a yeah. great activity that's a cool one and it's it's that pattern interrupt to yeah. bring you out of your thoughts into the moment and to actually like see your environment. Cause so often you don't even see your environment. That's another great one. Just like looking around, you could look around in your room right now or whatever you're doing. If you're driving in a car right now, look, look around. You can be mindful right now as you're listening to this or mm-hmm. as you're watching this, mm-hmm. you know, like look around your room. What's in your room? One cool thing. Here's, here's one, one like small activity you can do um, is go through all of your senses. Right. So like, mm-hmm. what is like, what am I hearing right now? And then like really pay attention to like, the tone of the voice, the sharpness, like the bass, the everything. Try to look at the full spectrum of sounds and trying to find the different layers of sounds within things. Because like when you go to the beach, it's like you can hear like the wave crashing mm-hmm. that's close to you and it's a little more like there's a lot more high frequencies to it. But then you can also hear like the rumble of like the waves that are really, really far like away. Like the roar. Yeah, like the ooh. ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so like there's, you like try to go through like the frequency spectrum of like different things as you're hearing smell what are you smelling right uh taste obvious like how how did how are things tasting how are things feeling and uh what's the last one see see this one's a cool one I, sight is one of my favorite ones because that for me it helps me it helps bring me the most into um the moment and one thing that you want to pay attention to is like light like how does light light reflect? and shadows light and shadows how do those affect the color of things like how are they like shimmering like i can see this whiteboard right here i can look at my coffee mug and i can see how the light is reflecting off of it in certain ways and those are really cool or the texture like you can see the texture of things mm-hmm. or feel the texture but go through all five senses that's a great activity so pick pick your one thing right what is the one activity you're going to do and then when you pick that one thing go through all five senses and yeah. really be there and really be aware of your thoughts when they try to take you away from that and that's that's an awesome way that's a really simple way like do this one thing do this one thing pick it right now you probably know it in your head you know right. it could just be showering it could be showering you don't have to come up with anything new it doesn't have to be complicated doesn't something have to be complicated. you do and just commit to doing this mindfulness for like a week right yeah just like try it out for a week yeah and just make sure that you, you know, every day when you grab that cup of coffee or when you, you mm-hmm. know, turn on the water for the shower 
or when you drive to work or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Just make sure you remember to do it. And yeah. so that, that is it. And it doesn't have to be this long drawn out process, right? No, no. Like, um, when I do the coffee, right? It's like, it takes me like five minutes, but you know, then, yeah. but you go slowly and you really like you, you really take it all in. And if you do that for five minutes, like you're going to notice, you're right, going to feel right, it. Right. So that is the action for today. Pick one normal activity, regular activity that you do to be mindful of. Mm. Commit to this week, but also forever, <laughs> right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. we've been doing this for uh, years. years now years, at this point. Yeah. Um, and the coffee is a great one, right? Yeah. Because it's, it's in my routine already every day. And then once you kind of get past that first week, you're going to notice how it makes you feel mm-hmm. and you're going to want to keep going, right? It feels right, good. Right, and, right. you know, get that into your kind of habitual day. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's, that's a great idea. Pick something that's already in your routine that mm-hmm. you already do every single day. Right? right. So if you drink coffee every day, make that your thing. If you shower every day, I hope you do <laughs> make that your thing. <laughs> but the cool thing is that then that routine, that specific action becomes a cue for you to be mindful. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like a reminder every single day to be mindful. Right. And so I, like, cause like now I get into the shower and I'm like, Oh, I, I gotta be mindful of everything that I'm doing. So it brings me, it forces me and reminds me to be into the moment. So like add one, really work on one, really try to get that one yeah. grooving in. And then, you know, maybe after a few weeks or something, add another one, mm-hmm. you know, and then see where it goes from there. But like really just focus on one for right now and really focus on being mindful of it and like bringing yourself into that, that moment fully. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome stuff. This is great stuff. This, this stuff is amazing. Mm-hmm. Honestly, really powerful. And um, like it does, it is a muscle, right? You yeah. do need to practice it. And that's the yeah. ultimate thing, right? You do need to keep practicing it. If you don't yep. practice, it'll, it'll get weaker. Yep. And if you practice, it'll get stronger and it'll yep. get heightened. And it's going to change your life if you can heighten your awareness. Big, big deals. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Do you have anything else on on awareness or mindfulness? No. No, that's it. All right. So I guess just some kind of final words. If you guys like the podcast, if you love it, give us a rating. Mm -hmm. Give us a five star. One to five. Or one. Or one. If you don't like it, that's fine. Um Or I think you can actually, you can write a few words maybe. Yeah, you can write a re- review too. Write Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Yeah, or, or reach out to us. You know, you can always reach out to me via email, get back to you. Um, definitely subscribe. If you're on YouTube, hit the notification bell. You have to double subscribe there now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you like it, you know, like it, share it, comment, let us know what you think. Give us some feedback on it. And um, yeah. You know, if you're struggling with PTSD, you're not alone or CPTSD. If you're here because, you know, you're a loved one who's loving someone with PTSD or CPTSD, you're still in the right place. Definitely, if they're not already kind of on board and listening to this stuff, point them in the right direction. You know, mm-hmm. point us over and we can get in, in touch with them and, and help them out. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be awesome stuff. And then at the beginning of the episode, I talked about, <clears throat> did I talk about it? I talked about the Broken to Unbreakable yep, program briefly. Yep. So right now I'm running a free training on you know my journey not my story my journey so nothing detailed but my journey um kind of how we ended up where we are today and so you know how to heal even if you've suffered for decades which i believe Mm -hmm. i spoke about or even if you feel completely hopeless so it's a great training Mm -hmm. we get such awesome feedback on it it took hours and hours and hours to put together it is really really an amazing training It, it yeah it i think it took you like a full week to put together, which, which is like for her, like 60 to 80 hours. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say like, it, it's a, it's a lot yeah. more time than the average kind of work week, um, um and weekends and yeah. Um, so she put a ton, a ton but of it time. Was, it was I, months I was, in the making. 
Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, months. I mean, yeah. Years in the making, really, because you get to hear the whole story. But that's true. Um, <laughs> she spent so much. I like. I, I saw her go through this. She was like so meticulous on how she laid the whole training out and everything. And she walks you through this this whole journey. So like, if you're feeling, if you're feeling like broken or like hopeless or like you're just in this dark hole that we were in, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, she has built that ladder. <laughs> I built the staircase. <laughs> okay, I, I tried to build a ladder. I was over there trying to build a ladder. And While she I was, was building, building a staircase. staircase and she, actually, she was already out. And I was still trying to make a ladder. Why aren't you taking my staircase? <laughs> Don't I want to do my yeah. <laughs> I don't need um, directions. But if you're feeling, if you're in that dark hole, like, please, please, please just go see that um, free training. It's it's free by the end of it. Like, you're, you're going to feel hope. You're going to feel hope for maybe for the mm-hmm. first time. Yeah. And, um, you know, I really wish that this was something that we had when we were first starting out because it was so For amazing. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then at the end, at the end, I talk about the broken new unbreakable program, yep. which is awesome. Um, so if you want to learn more about that, definitely register for the training. You can register mm-hmm. at overcoming info slash go. So that's overcoming info slash go. And uh, we'll put the link in the description and stuff, but just mm-hmm. so y'all can kind of get in, get registered. We always say like, skip a movie this week, skip a movie tonight and watch the training because PTSD is the core of all, you know, the issues that are going on in your life, your relationship, your career, your friendships, your sleep, of course, everything, you know, boils down that core is the PTSD. So if you can heal that, you can spend some serious time on that and that should be a priority for sure. Yeah. Um, everything is going to get better. That should be your number one priority in life right now is fixing that PTSD, that core. Um, like, Almost, almost everything else. Obviously, if you have family and loved ones, like I'm not saying get rid of your families, but like everything else that is non-essential should be cut out, and you need to focus on healing mm-hmm. and getting better because that is literally like if just think about it right now. If you didn't have PTSD, how much better would your relationships get? How much better would your health get? Would you start right. going to the gym? Right. How much better would your job get? You know, your would your sleep. finances would they get better? Would your sleep yeah. get better? Your relationship like how, with your kids, your, with your friends. Kids, yeah. yeah, it's everything. A big like deal. everything. It's, it's, it's literally <clears throat> attached to everything. And that needs to be like your number one focus. It needs to be. Like, this is the point where, like, maybe the tough love comes in, man. I was going to say, like, this is the kick in the butt portion. Because, like, I don't know. Like, if this, the, here's what I would say to myself <laughs> when we were, when we were first start starting. I say, Brad, like, you're not, like, you're, you're literally just sitting there in your room watching TV, mindless TV, that's actually negative. It's actually pulling you backwards and you're doing nothing all day. That's okay. You've been really, really hurt. Yeah. And that's okay yeah, that that's you're doing okay. that. It's okay that that's where you are right now, but it's your responsibility. Like you need to get your butt up and do something. You got to do something. You got to start taking action, moving in the right direction because you know that doing this, what you're doing right now, doing nothing, is keeping you exactly where you are now. It's actually making you worse. Yeah. So let, like, let me help you. Like, get like do something yeah like do something like get motivated get happy get excited get excited for life get excited to go do something go for a walk yeah it's gonna suck yeah i know you don't want to do it dude but go do it go go for a freaking walk walk it's so simple it's so simple just get up and go outside be mindful when you go outside it's gonna do wonders pop some audiobooks in your head listen Mm -hmm. to some listen to some podcasts Mm -hmm. get some positive inputs in you go visit some friends read some books on ptsd go on the internet read some articles but take some action and you need to focus on this and make this the focus of your life to make this better because your life sucks and it can be amazing. That's, That's it. Deep. That's a, from love. 
with love from Brad. To dear, Brad. Dear younger me. Dear younger me, love Brad. <laughs> Sorry for the rant. It's a K love song. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Um, yeah. So I, that's kind of all you know. We have. We believe in you. We love you. We're here for you. There is a path to healing. You don't have to live with this forever. Dear younger me. <laughs> and um, yeah, we will see you all tomorrow for PTSD relationships, yeah. and it happens to be. What's tomorrow? Oh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> Valentine's Reese's Day. Reese's Day. That's it. Time for a little bit of candy. Or if you're like us, maybe you celebrate Friday because everything's half off and <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, so tomorrow's Valentine's Day. We're going to be talking about some some good PTSD relationship stuff, stuff that we knew. And mm. again, it's really cool because you get both perspectives. So we're really yeah. excited to yeah. be doing that episode. And we will see you all tomorrow for that. Yeah. All right. good. Thank all I got. you so much for showing up. Yeah, thank you. We love you. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Adios. Bye-bye.